Celebrating Sumter, a part of the Item Podcast Network, presented by SKF. Thank you for joining me. You're in Sumter with Sarah Jane, and this is your monthly market update. We are going to take a look at the real estate market numbers for Sumter for March 2022. Thanks for joining me. Um, I was thinking as I was preparing for this meeting that I consume so much real estate information, it's sometimes hard to just process all of that and give it back to you in like three very concise points for you to take away so that you have what you need to make a decision for your real estate transaction that might be coming up this spring or fall or whatever, whenever your life dictates that. So we're going to talk about national trends, our market numbers specific in Sumter, and what we can look for going into spring for Sumter. So national trends right now, it's still a fantastic market. I love that I'm selling real estate. It's and investing in real estate. Real estate is, the whole market is good, and I'm going to get into why in just a second. But it is very competitive. It's extremely competitive. But on a national trend level, we've seen that edgy cutthroatness of it dissipate a little. We have an increase in inventory um, and we have um, some stuff going on with the rates, which we'll talk about at the end. So our numbers. So in March, currently available, 524 houses. And when I say currently available, I mean active, pending, under contract, however you want to say that last part. Pending and under contract are really the same, but And then 164. So if you were going to go out into the world today in Sumter and say, I want to buy a house in Sumter County, according to our MLS, you have 164 houses that you could put an offer in. The others are under contract. So looking at those numbers, the past few months, if you've been following these market updates, those numbers have been lower. We've had under 300 houses available and then a hundred or so actually active. So I went back and just did some math on that and it's remaining 30%. So if we have 524 and 164 actually active available for you to make an offer on, that's still 30% of our inventory available for you to make an offer on, which has remained the same through the past few months. Just went and did that math. For March 2022, we sold 133 houses. Last March, we sold 154. Um, but more importantly, right now, in the tiny scope that we're looking at, last month, February, or month before last, February, we sold 118. So we've seen an uptick in house sales. Interesting stat for this next one. Our average home price for March was 206,135, whereas in February it was 219,000 and some change. That is a decrease in 6%. So that that is something that kind of tells you that that edginess, that su- it's still competitive, but that super competitiveness has gone down just a little bit because we see that little decrease there. Another supporting stat on this is our days on market. In February, you were closing homes 28 days. March, 
40 days, almost double, 42% longer to get that house sold. There could be two things playing into that. A little less competitive, but also people taking offers from people who have a home to sell, which supports being a little less um, competitive. Still competitive. I don't want you to walk away with the impression that it's not competitive because it is, but it's not as competitive as it has been. And we see that rise in houses, how inventory available, but it's still 30% staying available and 60% remaining under contract. But if you're willing to take an offer from a seller or from a buyer that has their house on the market, that is going to increase your time on market because you have to wait for them to sell theirs. It's not taking long because everything is fast. Whereas two years ago, if you were waiting on your buyer to sell their home, you might be waiting for three, four months, which seems like an eternity. But that was the average then. That was, everyone was used to that number. Now your house is going under contract in a weekend. Um, As we move into spring, we're going to see that days on market we're going to see that remain the same. It might drop a little bit. It might get more in the 30s, but I think that we're going to see that remain the same. Now, that is a personal prediction. I follow trends, and I'm listening to other people's predictions, but I've got that written down, and I'll tell you next month if I'm right. The um, 6% decrease in home price, that is not going to remain the same. We are going to see that average home price increase again. Um, That is a national trend that's going to continue. Uh, And then my last stat here, which in February, people were getting 98% of their sales price. Whereas March, people were getting 104.58%. So almost 105% of their list price. So what I mean when I say that is if you're selling a home for $100,000 and if you had sold it in February, you would have gotten 98950 Selling it in March, 104580 Now, of course, there's a lot of variables that go into that, but we're talking about on average. So you see that 5% increase on sales price over list price. That, I think, is going to remain the same. I don't think it's going to grow. I think we're going to continue to see 5% more than list price moving into this spring market. So what are we going to do with that information? How How is that information going to help me as a seller or a buyer? So as a seller, it's going to set my expectations. I need to price my house well. I need a really solid agent that can tell me the fair market value of my house so that I can price it to lure as many buyers as possible so that I can have multiple offers and get that 105% of my list price rather than 98% of my list price. Because this market is competitive, we're going to chew on that candle from both ends. In years previous, In months previous, we've had buyers come in and say, hey, this is my situation. If you could find it in your heart, I need you to help me pay some of my closing costs. Not down payment, but I need you to help me with attorney fees, lender fees. Can you do this? They would get that. The seller would say, yeah, this is what it's going to cost me to sell my house. Well, in this market, 
it is very likely that a seller is not going to have to pay closing cost. So they're gonna so that four or five thousand dollars it was gonna take previously to get the deal done now is going to their bottom line. That is their money that they get to pay taxes on. I don't know if they didn't make any, you know, it's just a little joke. So the sellers. So that's what's gonna happen for the sellers. It also gives you a timeline of if I'm buying a new house, what does that look like and how when I put my house on the market, how much time before I'm in a new house? A little over a month, 10 days over a month. It's not long. Now, if I'm buying a house, what does that look like? It means it is a competitive market. I need to make sure I can cover not only my down payment, but I need to make sure I can cover my closing costs, those attorney fees, those lender fees. And it sets your expectation for what you're going to have to offer on your house. So if you see a house for $100,000, you know immediately I'm most likely going to have to pay $105,000. Your expert real estate agent that you choose is going to help you make that offer so that you win. Um, I am always available, of course. Because that's an average. Sometimes you pay more. Sometimes you pay less. But you need to know your real estate agent is going to be able to look at that house, look at what's going on in that neighborhood, and tell you what's the best thing. Like, you can make that offer and decision together. What is going to get us this house? Paying your own closing costs is going to be a big factor there. I'm not saying it's impossible to get some help on closing costs, but it is hard right now. And that's where that kind of cutthroatness it has lessened because I've seen people get things like warranties and maybe you can even just help me out with a thousand dollars or maybe I don't have my earnest money is at 1500 my earnest money can go back down to a thousand or maybe even 500 so still very competitive but some of the things that are just a little extra like oh I really didn't want to have to do this but I have to do this uh, some of that sting has gone away when you're moving into the buying market so expectation for sellers you know what you're going to be looking for in your real estate agent. You know how long it's going to take you to sell your house. And then moving on to the buyers, you know what it's going to take for you to get into that house that you're ha going to have to offer over a list, that you need to be prepared on what your closing costs look like in addition to your down payment. And that sums us up. That I hope that's helps a little bit. Again, if you are thinking about making a move, even if it's in the next year, two years, I don't care. I make myself available to people who are looking for a real estate transaction because I just like helping people buy and sell houses. So if that's immediate, fantastic. But if you have time to plan your next move, I'm here to help you, and I would love to help you. I love looking at stuff like this and saying, okay, this is what I think you need to do. I have several clients right now. We have their listing rollout all set up. It's on my calendar. It's been on my calendar for months, and we're coming up to their launch day in a couple of days. They're ready. They know what they're getting into. They have a 30-day plan. Um, that's just a really good feeling as a seller when you're like, okay, I have this information because I think when you're not in real estate every day, it is a big question mark and that takes, that's what makes it very stressful and I want to make it less stressful. So I'm here to help with that. And then buyers, if you think you're getting ready, if you're repairing some credit, if you're saving up some down payment money, I can help you look at, okay, 
set goals. If you want this kind of house, you're going to need to buy it at this price. You, you know, that's a $100,000 house. That's a $150,000 house. I had a call last this past Friday. Hey, my friend is looking for this. What is it going to cost for him to get that? Well, it's going to be about this price. He's going to need this much down payment, this much closing cost, and it's going to take this long to find it. I don't have a crystal ball, but I sell enough houses that I know this is what's happening in our market, and I can take some of the question marks out of that for you, and I would love to do so. Uh, thank you for hanging in there with me. I have one last note, rates. Rates are increasing. But when we say rates are increasing, what are they increasing to? Right now, we're seeing them go from low fours, high fours, maybe even a low five. It, I helped people during the pandemic get houses, get their rates at 2.8, 3.12. That's incredibly low. That is like a car loan. That is almost free money. Like it's crazy how low those rates are. So when we say they're increasing to 5%, that is still a historically low number. When they first got down to 5%, I bought my house in 2016 it's 7% interest and then refinanced in 2018 for 5.1, I think. That was, I was like, oh my gosh, 5 point. They're never going to be that low again. It's like 5 was very low. So 5 is still a low enough number so that your house payment is something that you can afford. Um, so if you've been thinking and you see that uptick, don't let that be something that scares you because it's still... A low number. And that is the knowledge and market update information that I have for you. Thank you so much. And I would love to hear how you experienced the Inspire Festival this past week. That was, that capped off the end of March for us. So let me know how you enjoyed it and if this information helped you. Thank you for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye.